Hey everyone, this is Manuel Ferrero coming to you live from Sports Grill Handle. And on tonight's show, we have a special guest, Mr. Art Maroso from Green Rose World. We're we'll talking tonight about the uh, medical marijuana that just passed in Florida, as well as another great friend of the show, Mr. Junior Sandana, our political analyst. Uh, we'll be talking about last night's election, a big, big show on for tonight with Dr. Ray and myself. The Hot Corner Show hotline, uh, hotline number is also at 347-637-3978. Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray, plus slow-pitch softball from around Around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call-in hotline at 347-637-3978. Now, bring your A-game, because you're about to experience the hot corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Oh my gosh, it feels like it's been forever. It's your host here on the Hot Corner, Dr. Ray, the softball playing chiropractor. You can find me on Twitter, at Dr. Ray T, on Instagram, at Dr. Ray T. You can find me all over the place. And I was flying around all over the place this morning, too. We're going to talk about some things today. <clears throat> we got an amazing show lined up. We got, we're talking all about elections, like you heard uh our, our co-hosts say a little bit earlier, we got tons of stuff coming at you tonight. We haven't been on for a very long time, so we're going to try to cram a whole bunch into the show. I mean, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the World Series yet, so I don't know if we're going to be able to get to it all today, but we got a lot to get to. So let's just go ahead and do it. Let's, let's talk with the man, the myth, the legend, El Tigre, El Leon, Manuel T. Ferrero third. Manny, how we doing tonight, sir? So Manny is uh, once again having some. What are you talking about? Can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you a little uh, bit now. My volume was completely low at the at the time. I'm sorry, sir. How are you today, Dr. Ray? Oh, I'll tell you what, Manny. I'm wonderful, and I'm happy that uh, we started off the show just like how we usually start off the show, where you know you have technical difficulties that we can't hear anything. <laughs> you yeah, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the hot corner if we don't have technical difficulties at the beginning of the show, of course. <laughs> It's a, a great way to start it, man. So uh, a lot has been happening since the last show. It's been, uh, I don't know, maybe a month or so since we've been on. Either I've been out of town or you've been out of town. Or, you know, uh, last week there was another crazy shooting here in Kendall. And uh, my girl was there. It was at her building, and she was all shook up. So I said, you know what, i got to go and be with her. Um, so it's just been crazy, man. But what's been going on? 
Nothing much, Dr. Ray. Like you said, I've uh, been traveling around, uh, been hosting all these, not hosting, but attending all these conventions. I just hosted the World Championships this past weekend, uh, which we'll go into it a, a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, just jet-setting, like you said, and then moving around, Dr. Ray. Never never staying still because uh, camarón que no se mueve se lo lleva la corriente. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, and for all the English speakers and non-Spanish speakers, that means the shrimp that doesn't swim uh, gets taken away by the current. So, exactly. uh, yeah, man, 100%, man, you got to keep it moving. Uh, so, anything exciting since uh, last time? Is all this jet-setting? What's been happening? Man, you know what, Dr. Ray, I, I, I really I, I really can't think about anything else but this election that just happened last night, Dr. Ray. I, I, to tell you the truth, this is a, it's a monumental historic event, Dr. Ray. What is, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's history, 100%. Um, every election is part of history, for sure. And, I mean, it, I think it's just been kind of crazy. Uh, this, this one in particular, I mean, it's like two candidates that nobody particularly liked. And, you know, at the end of it, I mean, I've never seen so many memes talking about, like, the reference of like, God, this is all we could come up with, like all the millions of people in the United States, and this is what we get from these parties, like, oh my goodness gracious, but it's definitely history, um, there's uh, tons to talk about, that's for sure, so uh, let's let's get into it a little bit, man, um, I mean, it's the same thing for me, uh, I really can't even think about anything else much except for all the stuff we got to talk about on this show, so let's make it happen, brother, um, one big thing that we're going to be talking about with a special guest in just a moment is the fact that Amendment 2, uh, or excuse me, not Amendment 2, but the Amendment for Medical Marijuana uh, went ahead and passed this uh, this time on the ballot. I don't remember how many times it was on the ballot, uh, but I do remember that it was uh, shot down before. So I believe it was one other time before, and it was it was shut down, or we didn't reach the uh, the threshold of of uh, votes that we got, but this time it it was a whopping 70, 70 or 71% uh, voted for it. Definitely, and we're going to get into the, uh, you know, what all that means uh, in just a moment with our first special guest, Mr. R.V. Barroso from Green Roads World, um, but also there was another, uh, there was another rule that went ahead and passed. Number one, uh, there was a lot of deception that was tried to kind of, I saw a couple commercials saying vote yes on one. Um, but yeah, there was yeah. just an overwhelming amount of support on social media and other places uh, to vote no on one, uh, which apparently is better for, for the people as far as solar power goes. We would have been taxed um, for having to get solar power and, and would have been good for the corporations and not for the people. So good job on spreading the word there, and, and hopefully that works all out all in our favor, uh, just like all the other choices in this election. I know that the next one that we're going to talk about is going to benefit – hundreds of and thousands of people. Um, but this whole Trump versus Hillary thing, I mean, there's just some crazy statistics. You know, it, the statistics are just unbelievable with this election. Uh, record turnouts, uh, record minority voters for, for certain candidates. I mean, it's just been crazy. So we're going to give you some, some crazy stats a little bit later on. Um, Manny, what do you what do you think we should do right now, man? I don't even know where to go with this. There's just so much. Well, you know what? I think uh, I think we should go right in and and talk to our political analyst, Mr. Junior Santana, about the uh, about the election and, and and see what's in store for the future. What do you think about that? Do we do uh, that? Let's do it. Let's start it up. Let's go, Mr. Junior Santana. He is uh, our political analyst and also a personal friend of mine. Junior, how are you today, sir? 
How you doing, Manny? How's everything today? Great. You're here with Dr. Ray. Dr. Ray is uh, co-hosting with me tonight at the Hot Corner Show. Talk to me. Talk to me a little bit about the election. What did you think? Uh, I know you... Well, I'm not going to say you're a Trump supporter, but I know that you predicted that Trump was was going to be elected in this uh, election. What do you what do you think about your prediction, and, and what do you think about the election? Well, uh, not really a Trump supporter. I actually voted a uh, third party, uh, due to the fact that I didn't like either other uh, candidates. But uh, the reason why I thought that Trump was going to win, and actually it was all the way from the beginning, and the moment that he uh, slashed out against the uh, Mexicans and the first uh, time that he actually said that he was going to run, right there at that spot I actually thought that he was pretty much going to be uh, at least one of the finalists in the, uh, in the election. To, to a simple fact, I mean, I think that that was, for somebody that was starting new in the politics, it was one of the smartest uh, moves anybody has done. And uh, let me explain more or less a little more about that. You're talking that he was uh, virtually a non-political person into the Republican Party. And uh, the truth was that he wasn't going to get no, no Latin vote whatsoever. Because the vote was going to get a split between uh, Marco Rubio and um, and the other uh, the other like Bush and and Carson and everybody else, so in reality he wasn't counting with the Latin vote. But what that remark did is something very uh, very strange, which I thought it was to me, like I said, it was extremely smart. Is the fact that yes, he alienated every single Latin voter out there, but he gathered all the American votes and everybody that is uh, discontent or unhappy with the system that we have right now. And I think that, that was the main reason for the whole uh, the whole election. The whole election, I think, that was have left uh, you know the sour taste in, in our mouth is the fact that people are not happy with the establishment. People are not happy with the way that the uh, the country is, is going. And that was uh, I, I think that to me was the best move. He wasn't going to count with the Latin uh, vote, and he still didn't count with the Latin vote. He just wanted to make sure that yeah. the American vote. And, and the people that was pissed off pretty much uh, at the uh, at the current uh, politics system, you know, he would gather those. And those were the hardcore fans that said, you know what, this is the guy that is expressing the feelings that we're having for a long time now. Yeah, I think uh, just um, – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Dr. Ray. No, no problem, uh, Junior. Uh, good talking to you. But what I was going to say is I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, I think this was more about people being tired about, you know, the same families, protected people, these institutions that have been there, and kind of the corruption that follows them. And even if none of the instigations were true, like for all those words to kind of get out, there's got to be something. I mean, I'm not even talking about emails. I'm talking more about the Clinton Foundation and, you know, the way that they went, you know, they went from zero to, you know, 220, however many millions, billions of dollars it is that they have now. So, you know, I think that the agenda behind that is what the people were tired of. Um, and, you know, I've, I've heard a lot, some commentary, seen some commentary that this was a, a lashing out of, of the white voters um, being, you know, tired of, of uh, let's say, a black president, for example. But I really don't think it was that. I think that if that was the case, that would have happened four years ago um, after Obama's exactly. first term. Um, I right, think right. this is more, and, as you mentioned, about the, the corruption that follows the other side. Sixty uh, percent right, of people and, that voted for Trump said they don't even like Trump. So, I mean, it's just exactly. a testament to how bad the other side of things were. Exactly. And and something also there is that keep in mind that one thing is what the public tell you and something else is what the public do and when, when they go to vote. 
Of course, the the general consensus was that voting for Trump, uh, you know, your races, your this, your that, your your whole bunch of stuff that you know uh, they labeled you, you voted for Trump. So in public, most people uh, went with a popular vote of either Hillary or or abstaining from from voting. But when you are in the polling place, when you are by yourself and you know that your vote is completely confidential, you will vote who you really want. And and I think that that's something that people weren't prepared to uh, you know to understand the fact that yes on the public on the cameras even Latin people even people that are like in the media now saying that you know uh, Trump is the worst thing that can happen for the government deep down inside those people voted and and uh, I, I can tell you this I mean I know a whole bunch of Latin people that actually voted for uh, for Trump and for a simple fact and uh, and I'll, I'll give you like a little detail like for example they uh, one of the things that Hillary mentioned uh, when she was campaigning was that she was going to allow uh, the Syrian refugees to get uh, to get here. So a whole bunch of old folks, and uh, mostly Latin folks that actually leave from welfare to welfare check, they were extremely upset at that because they they knew that or they know now that their check and that the benefits every single year have been diminished, and then suddenly you want to introduce into the country. Uh, an extra 300,000, uh, you know, uh, people that are going to need help, that is going to need money to survive. So for them, uh, for a lot of Latin people that, that depend on welfare, that was that was a big issue, a, a big deal. So uh, it, it was, and again, you know, uh, one thing is what people say in front of somebody else, in front of a family, in front of a group. You know, they, they try to form a consensus of, you know, hey, you know, that's the bad guy, we got to vote for Hillary or whatever. But like I said, you know, once you're in the in the polling place, you got to vote for, you know, whoever your heart desires. And and I think that that's what turned this thing around, that the Democrats were extremely uh, confident that, you know, all the Latin people were going to vote for them. And there's no way of knowing, because we have no way of knowing, uh, you know, for a fact, you know, uh, how many people actually vote one way or another, or what ethnic group voted one way or another in regards to, you know, if they were Puerto Ricans, if they were Cubans, or what it was. You know, they'll be able to see just Latin, but they don't know which, which group of Latin people actually did what. So uh, that's telling. That's telling that uh, some Latin people actually voted for him. No, and to to go back to what you said, rural rural America, I think, came out and voted. And uh, like you said, they were just fed up with establishment, and uh, they came out and voted. And to tell you the truth, I don't care. I know, do uh, co- contrary to popular belief down here in South Florida, where we're you know a lot of these Latins think that we're we're a majority. We're still not. We're still a minority. People. There, there's a lot more white. Uh, rural Americans out there that this is right. still their country and they, and they just basically wanted their country back uh, no, no, back and, under, and Manny, that, under their control. Money, that's, that's a good point because that goes back again to where he said you know when he lashed out at the at the Mexicans. Uh, you know, like I said, that was to me one one of the most brilliant moves I've ever seen in politics. The fact that who he pissed off in in reality, well, of course he pissed off people that are living in the country. And guess what? Those people don't vote. So in reality, you know, the the minority of people that he really pissed off, you know, wasn't that uh that high in in the sense right. that wasn't you know, that significant. They couldn't vote. Those people wouldn't wouldn't vote. Now, uh, I, I'm telling you that if everything else that happened with him, you know, the, the thing with Alicia Machado, and uh, everything else that he did, if he would have done that, this would have been a, a you know a walk in the park for him because yeah, the last thing. Life. 
uh, yeah, yeah, if the only thing that he did was just lash out at the Mexicans, I, that would have done, you know, much for, for anything else. It's just a matter that, you know, okay. the tape came out of him talking about uh, women that way and things like that that made him yeah. more competitive. Bueno, so Junior, I know we were talking about this a little bit earlier on the way in here to the studio. Worst case scenario, best case scenario, what's in store for the United States of America? Listen, that's, that's right now, anybody that will tell you, <laughs> they, it, it will give you a hint of the worst and the best case scenario, it really don't know what, what's going on in, in reality with, uh, with this gentleman. I mean, uh, and this, this could be the same people that say that, hey, he doesn't have a chance to win which it was from the get-go. From the get-go, it was like Bush or, uh, or Rubio, and then it was, uh, there's no way he's going to win against Hillary Clinton. So these political patterns that we have out there, they, they're really outmatched with the way that this campaign has worked. And I think that I'll, I'll answer your question uh, briefly, but, but explain what else is happening uh, now, I think, in the country, what's going to happen in the future. The worst-case scenario with him, uh, we could go all the way to World War III. Uh, you know, he has mentioned that he has no issue with other countries arming themselves with nukes, uh, which, you know, one way or another, that, that is the same thing that happened in the Cold War with uh, Russia and the United States, in where, you know, they uh, showed multiple destruction and nobody was crazy enough uh, to pull the trigger. Now, if we, we have some other players now worldwide that I think that may be crazy enough to pull the trigger. So that may be, I think, that the possible worst-case scenario. Best case scenario is that he does what he's been saying that he will do. And one of the things that I think that he should do immediately is close most of the bases that we have out there that are non-functional, as well as stop getting into nonsenseless wars. Uh, you're talking that our military. Uh, just so you have an idea, Manny and Doctor, the uh, the U.S. spends just in air conditioner for our military uh, overseas two billion dollars a year. Just air conditioning, nothing else, no armament, no clothing. No truth, nothing. Just air conditioning is $2 billion a year. So I think that if we stop trying to be a little bit the uh, police of the world, you know, and we dial back a little bit, that doesn't mean that we have to dismantle our, our military. It just means that instead of being abroad, you know, bring them home. Uh, I, I think that that will, you know, increase a little bit the, uh, the margin that we have or error in, in regards to a budget. If he does that and he does all the couple of things that he's said that he was going to do, it may be a good thing for the government. And uh, for the citizenship, but uh, with him, you know, one way or the other, you have no stop. It could be either the ceiling uh, all the way to the ceiling or down all the way to hell. So we don't have a, a way of predicting one way or another. Now, before I answer the question, I was uh, going to explain the following. I think that this election has shown a lot of people that were not aware how the system works, how the system is not that it's corrupt but it's, uh, it's a system designed uh, to be easy for a favorite to win uh, in, in regards of uh, the electoral vote instead of the popular vote, in regards of the fact that we uh, heavily involved only with a two-party system instead of thinking uh, outside the box and, and try to find different uh, candidates for different, uh, from different parties. I think that people are starting to understand that maybe the reason why we got Trump and Hillary you know, is the fact that uh, we have not been able to produce somebody that really talks to the, uh, to the citizenship, to the U.S., the way that they should. So I think that this is going to be a shift in the way that the next election in uh, 2020 is, uh, is going to be held, just for the fact that I think that this has opened the eyes of a lot of people. 
I uh, I agree with you on that 100%. And uh, I think that it's good, you know, the more educated that we get as a people, the better. Um, you know, I think that the most important thing right now is that we just need to understand it's over, it's done, it's a democracy, the majority of the electoral one, which is a representation of, you know, certain people in certain places, as you just mentioned. And the popular vote came down to out of, you know, I, I don't know, how, how many millions of Americans do we have? 200,000 200, votes or less was the difference between, uh, you know, the uh, – so you can pretty much call that a tie as well, too. I mean, if you really want to come down to it. So it's just amazing that, you know, somebody with – the, the corruption and the way that people were so kind of adamant about taking our country back, as Manny put it earlier, you know, we're, we're able to put somebody in there who offended – all kinds of different people, um, which, you know, are minorities, but at the same time, they make up a great deal of, of our country as well, too. So, you know, I think that I've seen some crazy, crazy, crazy things today on Facebook, people crying, people, and then on the other side of it, people gloating and everything. And I just think that it's time for us to put all these differences aside, realize we, we don't have a choice at this point. It is what it is, and we got to make the best out of it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, the planet's going to go to hell now. And uh, this and that. listen, if you're worried about the planet going to hell, recycle, reduce your carbon footprint, help everybody else do the same thing. You know, be the change that you want to see, I think, is, is kind of my advice for everybody at this point. And, and uh, right. stop the hatred, you know. Right. And, and doctor, to pick back out of that, the, the problem is that people start thinking about politics every four years. You know, uh, instead, just keep in mind that. All these politicians that come out, you know, with the exception of Trump, they come out through the ranks, which means that they were either maybe a commissioner first, then maybe they were major, and then they became a state representative. So they began somewhere. The problem is that we don't pay enough attention to our local leaders. And that's a reflection of what we're going to get at the future, because with the exception of, of Trump, uh, most of the leaders that we get is going to be leaders that were brought up by, you know, the, the popular vote, let's put it that way, from an early stage. So we have to pay really good attention of what we do locally if we want to have any kind of inf- impact see, in the future. So You see what I was talking to you about, Dr. Ray? We got to pay attention more to our local government than to our – yeah, presidential, it affects us, but it affects us in a broader sense. But – most states when you really want to go more detail, you need you need to pay attention to to local government, like like Junior said. I I, I thank yeah. you, Junior. Thank you for uh, bringing that up. I was talking about that with Dr. Ray earlier. Uh, well, you know, I know I I and and to to bring back what Dr. Ray said, all the hate that's going on now on on social media and stuff about Donald Trump. Okay, yeah, you didn't like him. You ha- you had a choice. Now now the choice has been made and we got to realize that this is our president now. So do you really want him what? to fail? If if he fails, then what what does that mean about the United States of America? Let's help him out. Let's get behind our our new commander in chief or or our future commander in chief, which I I believe he gets in he gets into office in January. So uh and also, let, let's bro, let's give an applause to to Obama because, to tell you the truth, I was I was not an Obama supporter. Uh, I didn't vote for Obama, but um, I, I'm a I'm a believer in Obama. He he's been a great president, um, and I, I really have nothing bad to say about the guy. I, I you know I, I wish him all the best, and I thank him for the job he did. I I hope uh, I hope Donald does the 
a good a job or, or better than, than Obama did. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. So, um, Junior, we want to uh, thank you for, for coming out on the show and, and, and talking with us. Any closing thoughts that you want to leave with before we uh, keep moving here on the show? No, I think that the uh, basically, you know, both of you uh, gentlemen uh, express my feelings, the fact that, you know, we have to move forward. You know, this is our country, and uh, regardless uh, who the president is, will we have a vote, will we have a saying? So, uh, like I said previously, you know, if you want to change something, get involved. You know, uh, being a, a politician and uh, sitting on the couch isn't going to do anything for you. You know, try to get involved. Get involved with our uh, with our leaders, you know. And, and, you know, we have more power than people think, or power is not only when it comes to vote at the, uh, at the election uh, cycle. You know, for president, our power comes to electing or representative. That's where the power is, and that's what we're going to make sure that uh, you know that we touch bases with. So I think that, that exactly. that's pretty much the final message that I have. Yeah, don't be a Monday morning quarterback like in the NFL. You know, don't be uh, one of those <laughs> one of those caveman analysts out there. But hey, do- hey Dr. Ray hey, Junior, before we let you go, before we move on to our next guest about medical marijuana, what do you think about the new uh, amendment of mar- medical marijuana down here in Florida? Well, uh, as you know, Manny, I have a, I have a license for uh, uh, acupuncture. So uh, while I was studying uh, acupuncture, one of the things that we had to learn was the benefits of, of different herbs, you know, uh, around 450 herbs that we had to learn. And one of those herbs was the marijuana. And to tell the truth, I have never consumed, smoked, uh, anything related to uh, cannabis, but I cannot fault the uh, decision of some people uh, deciding to use the marijuana for uh, medicinal purposes, and I don't even care if they want to use it for, uh, for uh, you know, just you know, for their own reasons. So uh, to me, it was a good step forward. It does helps a lot to uh, to different uh, people that have different uh, pathologies with them, uh, and and I'm completely happy, you know, that that it went through as well as uh, people going against the solar power, which was another amendment that I was really worried about, you know. Uh, uh, going uh, as a no, so I'm happy on those two uh, front ends that uh, those went the way that I wanted. Oh, Junior, man, thank you very much for coming on the show and and giving us your your opinion. And uh, I know you have a you have a new book out. Why don't you uh, go out there and plug your book and uh, give any shout outs to anybody out there uh, on the worldwide internet? Oh, sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you both. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Doctor, for having me tonight. And uh, first of all, the shout-out will be uh, my wife and my uh, little girls that are right now probably are listening to, uh, to us through here. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a little plug-in for the book. The book is uh, it's a fantasy thriller action book. It's difficult to, uh, to put in one category. And basically talks about uh, – it's, it's a little difficult to explain everything in a few words, but uh, just so you have an idea, it's mostly uh, what would happen if things that happened in the past we would see it with the eyes that we have nowadays and the knowledge that we have of how nature works and how technology works. What events in the past, you know, in the really long past, you know, 2,000, 3,000 years ago, were described with the views of the limited knowledge that people had at that time. And uh, it's a novel, it's an action novel, and, uh, you know, I think that you guys uh, will like it. Uh, it's called, it's in Spanish, actually, right now. I'm, uh, I'm still uh, trying to go ahead and, and trying to uh, translate it to English. But the Spanish title is El Codice Genesis, which in, uh, in English would be the Genesis Codex. So, uh, the Genesis yeah, Codex. That's, uh, 
It's kind of like a Dr. Ray. I was telling him about it. It's kind of like a uh, Da Vinci Code meets Apocalypto meets uh, the Time Machine, right? Right, Junior? Close to that, yeah. You you pretty much uh, hit it right in the head. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, and there is a mix and, of all three things. And we have some uh, love scenes in the book. Uh, I can't wait to till they make the uh, the movie so I can see who they cast in those love scenes. We are we are talking to a New York Film Academy for that, so uh, they may have a scraper uh, for us soon. Uh, God willing, so. Well, good luck with that, Junior, and thank you, brother. Thank you for coming you. on the show. And uh, we wish you all the best, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for uh, our president-elect, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Thank you, Junior. Thank, thank you for having me. We'll be right back with a quick break from uh, Hot Corner Show. Are you good enough for the Hot Corner? Find out on the Hot Corner Show with your host, Dr. Ray, the softball-playing chiropractor, and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow-pitch softball, plus the sports dork, David Dwork, bringing you sports, news, and entertainment every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio, ISPSRadio.com, and now on the ISPS Softball app, available for free in the Apple and Google App Store. The Hot Corner Show, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And bring your A-game. Well, that was uh, some great information from Junior Santana, our political analyst here on the Hot Corner Show. Dr. Ray and I are back. Our next guest is a, uh, he's been with us on the show before, Mr. Arby Barroso from Green Roads Worlds, and uh, we're going to talk to him about the new amendment that just passed in our great state of Florida to, uh, I guess, introduce medical marijuana into the uh, into our state, and for that, we're going to talk to Arby Barroso. Arby, are you here with us tonight? Yes, I am. How you guys doing? How you doing, doctor? How you doing, man? Hey, Arby, good to have you with us. Absolutely, absolutely. Good to be on. Good to be on with you guys. So, Arby, um, I, I'm sure things in your world right now are kind of going crazy and moving real fast. Um, if, in case people don't know the details, um, tell everybody kind of what this means now um, and, and clarify a little bit this, this uh, you know, this this whole thing that happened with this election. I mean, medical marijuana now. So what does this mean for everybody? It's, it's absolutely crazy. I mean, uh, it's been a long uh, uh, 48 hours. Uh, uh, we've been pushing in reference to events for the last three to four weeks. Uh, we've had people, uh, our back end, which is TSD Marketing, reaching out to um, about 150,000 voters uh, from the previous election. Uh, just to give you an example, last uh, 2014, when the elections first, uh, the amendment first came up for voting, um, only about uh, 5.8 million people voted. Uh, it came out to 57.62%. Um, so we missed it by just, you know, about two and a half points. On this uh, ballot, uh, over 9 million people voted. Um, that's a huge number. Um, over 6 million people voted, yes on two. Um, so what it's been, it's been just a long road in reference to education, 
um, just uh, letting people know that it's, it's just not about, you know, smoking a joint and, and uh, you know, your typical pot smoker. Um, it's, it's a lot of medicinal benefits that people didn't understand before that really existed in, in this style plant that's so big um, in reference to families and, and people that don't want to be on, on, you know, class two narcotics and Xanax and opiates. And it, it's a really big deal for us, and we're, we're extremely excited for the Floridians that went out and voted, um, whether they voted yes or no. Um, we're hoping uh, to convince those voters that voted no um, that uh, that the voters uh, that did vote yes uh, were right um, because we're hopefully going to show that uh, the decrease of opiate addictions here in Florida, which has been, as you guys know, a big, big, big problem, um, and it continues to be a, a big problem. problem. Not just not just in Florida, all over, and and but especially yeah, here, millions of dollars of pill mills, and I mean it's just been crazy. And and, and there's a the, you know if you look at the uh, heroin addiction. Um, through uh, the United States, uh, it's a 51% increase. You're talking about 51% since 2013. That is humongous. New Jersey, Kentucky, Tennessee, um, these mid-states that are really uh, struggling, that are non-cannabis states um, that are really going through the hard time. And and I'll use Colorado as an example just because uh, it's pretty much the easiest one to use. Um, since they've enacted um, their medical marijuana laws, uh, obviously they're recreational now, 25% uh, decrease in um, overdoses or, uh, or in uses of uh, class 2 narcotics, class 3 narcotics. You know, that's, that's a big number. Um, that's why when you really look at the people that were against this vote, um, you were looking at the pharmaceutical companies. Um, you're looking at public uh, donating millions of dollars for people to vote no, um, which, uh, you know, do they really care for the people? Do, you know, and again, that's, that's everybody's personal opinions. But, you know, we, we stood out there, we placed our events, and, you know, we rallied around and we educated as much as we could, um, as often as we could. Um, a green road took a, a big step and pushing this for the last three years and educating um, many, many people. We have a lot of doctors that work with us, um, including Scott Denny, um, the ex-president of the American Pain Institute. We work with Canamom. Um, we work with Dr. Weiner, um, which is a part of Canamom group. And uh, there's just a lot of doctors that are starting to come around and realize that, you know, this could be a better alternative to, to, uh, to health than just... Uh, uh, opiate addiction. As you guys know, since we're talking about sports, um, the NFL had on ESPN this weekend, they asked the NFL players, uh, what would they choose in reference to if they had a option? Um, you know, an oxycodone or a, you know, something to do with medical marijuana. 61% of the NFL players chose medical marijuana. That says a lot. You know, yeah. when you're talking about NFL players making a choice in reference to going towards medical marijuana instead of a class two narcotics or, you know, morphine or any other of these type of addictive drugs that cause more than just, you know, uh, you know, family issues, long-term issues, uh, kidney problems, addictions, um, you know, many other things. And, and hopefully uh, cannabis can really help with this, with this issue. 
Now, Harvey, I know I know you're you're in touch with Colorado and California that now just passed uh, recreational before before they just had medical marijuana. What's what's going to be the process? What's going to be the time period? When when do these laws come into effect? It's the the laws is pretty simple. I mean, uh, the Morgan Foundation, which uh, which was the big sponsor behind this, uh, obviously normal. Uh, you had the United uh, for Care Act. Um, they put it in there, and they were pretty smart when they wrote up the, the amendment. Um, the state has to accept by January 3rd of 2017 the exception of the rule. In other words, the constitutional amendment needs to go into place. At that point in time, they had till June 3rd to have the back end, the database, everything ready to go. And by September 3rd, 2017, they need to be able to issue their first red card. Um, we've been receiving hundreds of calls. Uh, I would say yesterday, just yesterday, we had over 400 emails. Um, our OPA docs, uh, OPA docs, uh, did not stop all day um, in reference to want people wanting to make their appointments. Um, it's too early, obviously. It's still illegal uh, in the state of Florida until uh, this Constitution Amendment is put into place on uh, January 3rd. Um, and then after that, obviously, uh, we're setting up the back databases for the doctors, uh, the nurseries, the dispensaries um, will go into place where they come and see the doctor, and at that point in time, they go directly to a dispensary. Right. So, you know, you you can't just go right now and, and, and light up a J and, and, and get away with it. You're still breaking the law, basically, right? What, what's going to be the process? You're still breaking the law. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I definitely wouldn't advise it right now. Are there people doing it right <laughs> yeah, now? Is, there was a what? lot of people doing it last night, I can tell you that right now. Um, oh, I bet. This, this, Cele- celebrating, I'm sure. Um, I think a, a lot of people think that, it's a celebration. <laughs> that's definitely something we don't advise at this point in time. Uh, but there, there is, I mean, uh, there's counties that have passed uh, the 20-gram law, which is basically if they get caught with anything under 20 grams, as long as it's not individually packaged, uh, they get a $100 fine or they need to show up at court. Um, so, you know, Miami Beach has got it, certain parts of Dade County has it, Broward has it, um, which really helps a lot because there's a lot of people going to jail, um, you know, for a joint. You know, there's a lot of people going exactly. to jail, you know, for having something in there. And, and it's really a shame to put somebody in that type of position and, and kind of ruin a family or ruin right. a 19-year-old who's just experimenting, and next thing you know, he's, he's got a criminal record. So, you know, I no, think this could change a lot on that end. Here, here's the beauty about medical marijuana, and, and this is what what drives me crazy about why it's taken so long, that there's other alternatives. You don't have to smoke. Right. Correct. You you could Correct. do vape. You could do the new CBD oils. You could do. There's other alternatives. You don't really have to smoke it. I, I mean, there's there's a. I mean, we're as you know, uh, we've had this conversation before. I mean, Green Roads is a CBD company only. Um, we have no THC in our products. Um, we're in over 2,700 stores. We're in all 50 states. Um, we've gone from five employees to 40. Uh, have an amazing group of people around us. Um, that's done an amazing job. Um, we have a great formulary, which is a, a licensed compound pharmacist, the only one in the industry. We've worked really hard, and this product works for a typical user who has maybe 
small anxieties, uh, pain, uh, and certain things like that, that it may help um, instead of having to smoke a joint. Um, the people that typically go in that direction, uh, it, it might help them in certain certain avenues, certain ways, because there's different strains, and that, that, that could go on, and we could talk about that for hours. I mean, you have a sativa strain that could help people with ADHD, um, and uh, then you have a indica strain that is typically more CBD concentrated that can help uh, with pain and anxiety and sleeping disorders and, and stuff like that. So we're, we're, uh, we're, we're pretty educated on that end. We understand that you don't have to smoke a J uh, to, to get the benefits, but you need to know what you're ingesting. And that's what medical marijuana is all about. Um, you need to know and understand um, what, what you're actually ingesting when you're consuming or, or medicating. Because if you go out into the corner and you buy a bag of weed, uh, you don't know exactly what you're smoking. Um, medical marijuana changes that because it gives you the THC levels, it gives you the CBD levels, uh, it kind of gives you the breakdown of what it may help you with, what it may not help you with, um, what kind of symptoms you're looking for, uh, for help on. And we've helped a lot of people with just with the CBD. Um, and obviously I can't make claims due to the FDA. Uh, but if you go to our Facebook, you'll see people with PTSD, um, with people with uh, arthritis, uh, you know, sleeping disorders that have never been smokers. So this type of product, just a CBD product, has helped them a lot. Um, and that's due to the fact that, you know, we have an endocannabinoid system in our body that creates this type of product. We have receptors in our brain um, that uh, need this type of product, just like vitamins. Well, Arby, I mean, I got to say, I think it's a victory for, for multiple families, um, especially those, um, you know, that you mentioned earlier, like those with seizures. And, you know, there's so many things that only CBD can, can help with um, that have been shown even in research now. And uh, I think it's just going to be awesome uh, for, for a lot of people. I think it is also, uh, it's also possibly the, the doorway to recreational as well, too. And, you know, people are saying if Trump's cutting taxes, how are we going to, you know, where are we going to make that money up from? But what about taxing, um, you know, potentially marijuana? I mean, recreational marijuana, especially, that could be a huge revenue stream. Colorado oh, is reporting surplus and surplus and surplus from stuff. taxes. I mean, I think it's something that could be could be great. And, and you know, like you said, um, the effects of, of CBD specifically uh, medically are great. And then recreational you know, it seems to be like the crime rate in Colorado is going down. I mean, it seems like it's really improving. And, and as we just said, the taxes, I mean, things are improving all over the place. Um, and I, I personally have, feel like even recreational there, like, marijuana is, is less dangerous than alcohol. So, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a victory and, and maybe a gateway. I mean, I totally agree. I mean, uh, this last year, Colorado had about 500, just under $600 million in revenue. Um, as of August, they were about... $782 million in revenue for the first time ever. They collected more taxes on marijuana than they had on alcohol in Colorado. And as you know, every corner uh, is a brewery in Colorado. Um, and if you go there, you see all the roads, uh, the improvements, the schools, the money that they're throwing into everything that has to do um, with even uh, the real estate market, 
Um, it, it's a booming place. It's a beautiful place to go to, and hopefully we could implement some of that beauty into the state of Florida in reference to um, our streets, our schools that need a lot of help, um, and, and continue to build off of that and, and really have a win-win situation uh, across the board with taxing it and at the same time providing that tax to the schools as uh, the same way it passed in Colorado. In Colorado it passed because the teacher union um, really wants uh, it to pass. They got behind it, and uh, it passed uh, for, for that. So it was a really, really amazing thing that, that happened with that. And I agree, man. I think uh, I think this is a win for everybody, even those that voted against it. I believe it's probably because of the, the stigma behind marijuana itself, you know, all the decades and decades of negative propaganda against it. But, uh, you know, if you regulate it, you control it, you use it for the, for, for the right purposes, you don't have to get high. You There's other... Uh, alternate methods, uh, like Arby said, you could use a CBD oil. I, I personally use the CBD oil that, that Arby gave me. My wife does as well, and my wife has never smoked a joint. She's never done anything in her life. I can say that I can say the same about myself, Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll keep that between ourselves. <laughs> yeah, between ourselves right. and everybody listening. That's okay. <laughs> No, but I, I really think it's a it's a step in the right direction, and um, yeah, at least we won in in something last night, right, Doctor Ray? I don't know. Um, I think we won. Um, you know, we won as a country. I mean, the system is there, and it's something that we need to know about. As we mentioned earlier, um, things take time, but you know, times change, and we need to evolve as well too. And uh, the same way that we're evolving to medical marijuana. Um, and potentially, you know, in the future, recreational marijuana. I mean, I think things are moving in the right place. Hopefully now uh, healthcare will, will start to change as well, too, uh, because that was moving in the wrong direction, in my opinion. Um, but, Arby, what do you think are going to be the kind of long-lasting effects here, not just from medical marijuana, but from this election, uh, before we keep moving here on the show? I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, and, and we, had a, we had an interview with uh, ADP, and, and we're, we're, obviously we're a small company. We have about 40 employees, and uh, they, were, they came to us, and they basically said, you know, during the Bush administration, there was very small regulation for small, business, small businesses, you know, as we know, our you know, business is under 50 employees. Um, once he came into office, uh, and, and again, he's had his own vision, uh, and, and, and I respect him for having his own vision uh, and, what, and the direction he was going. But when, when you look at the, what he implemented, um, there was 200 uh, new regulations that were added to small business. And uh, that really, really hurts, uh, you know, the mom and pops, the people that are looking to hire uh, including ourselves. I mean, in about uh, less than 15 months, we went from five employees to just under 40. Um, if if I have to go through all these types of regulations, I, I can't continue to hire. So I, I think with Trump, uh, again, uh, it was the, I don't know if it was the less of the two evils, um, but uh, I think and I hope um, that he does the right thing and uh, that we continue to move forward as a positive country, as the people have spoken, 
And uh, and uh, yesterday was a great day. Uh, some people weren't too happy with it. Um, we are ecstatic of, of 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 what happened because we're hoping that uh, you know our medical um, the quality of life, in other words, uh, gets better. Uh, because at this point in time, uh, the doctors that that and everything that's going on in reference to Obamacare and your um, your premiums and your deductibles and and stuff like that, it's 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 unfathomable when when you, know, you get increases of 25 percent, 50 percent increases, and families are just trying to get by. You know, so it, it makes it a little difficult, and we're hoping that 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 could turn around and everybody has a fair shot. And, and a fair chance to make it in this country, and I think that's what this country was made about, is for everybody to have a fair shot to get ahead. Yep, 100%. Everybody Great work, should, get a, Great should work. get a fair shot. And I think that now, like you mentioned, with some of these regulations being removed, competition is going to come in. Um, business owners are going to have more to be able to uh, get out there and hire more people. I know that I'm super excited. I'm already planning my budget for some of the savings in my taxes to hire new employees to help me to continue to grow. I mean, I got a mission to change the world. I can't do it by myself. And I know that there's good companies out there um, that are in the same exact boat. And, and, you know, the other side of the coin there is for me, you know, trying to give everybody free education and this and that. I mean, the way I look at things is this, if everybody has the same education, how do we differentiate talent? How do you set yourself apart? How do you, you know, move to the next level? Or are we all just going to be the same with the same institutions passing the same knowledge to us and living in the same, you know, just controlled environment? Like, like we're chickens in a box, you know what I mean? Like, but, but we think our box is really nice. So uh, I don't know. I just think it, it's, it's a step in the right direction. I think that there's a lot of changes that have been really good. Um, I think that the, the whole insurance thing with, you know, not having pre-existing was excellent. Um, and I think that that needs to be kept, but I'm not forgiving everybody a trophy. You know, I'm not, I think that there should be competition and, and I'm excited because I think that's what's going to come back. So, um, absolutely. Absolutely. I, so I believe in competition. That, that's what keeps everybody in line and, yep. and continues for us to innovate. And you said it best. I mean, are we all going to be the same people? Do we all have the same drive? Um, do, you know, is the same person that sits on the couch for four hours while we're working 20 hours to build our business, is it fair for that person to get the same benefits that we do? You know, I truly believe that, you know, you could strive to be whatever you want to be. Um, you know, as we got into the CBD business, everybody looked at us like we were crazy because our products didn't get you high. Um, so it was like a big challenge because people didn't understand it. But we believed in our vision. We had a great group of people around us. And, and again, I believe totally that you're as good as the people you surround yourself with. So if, if we have that, um, you're, you're unstoppable as long as you continue to believe in your vision. So I think that's something that Trump could add um, that I think Obama might have taken away a little bit. And he wanted everything to be fair and, and everybody to be on the same page and you know, hurrah that, you know, everybody's the same and everybody gets the same trophy whether you, you know, you came out 40th or first. I don't, I don't believe in that method. You know, my dad told yeah. South Cuban, he's always driven me very hard in what I do. So for me, it's, it's about, you know, driving, working, grinding, and making myself a better person uh, to move in, uh, to a better place and, and provide better for my family. Harvey, I agree with you 110%, brother. Oye, 
Thank you so much, man, for coming on the show and talking about this uh, this new this new industry that's popping up. I, I I believe I read somewhere it's the the fastest growing industry in the United States right now, man. And I'm I I know I know for a fact we're going to be talking to you a lot more on the Hot Corner show as as this uh, this develops and as it it becomes uh, more of a reality for us. Uh, Arby, thank you so much, man. Thank you for for coming on the show again. If you you have any last minute shout outs or anything else you want to add, go right ahead, brother. Thank you. Uh, um, first of all, I just want to thank you guys a lot for for first inviting me on the show, uh, Manny. You had uh, it was a great weekend. Um, I had an amazing time. Uh, you threw a great event uh, for 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 the softball. Um, yeah, man. Sorry, time. sorry, I couldn't do anything about the rain, man. The rain really. It, well, trust mean, me, I, I was having a bad, a bad weekend <laughs> because of the rain. It, it's all good, man. It was a lot of fun. It was actually good to get out there myself and put a glove on and throw and 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 uh, get out there with the guys. So I, I deeply appreciate that. Uh, all I ask is for people to go out to on our Facebook to at Green Roads World, and uh, for our website, it would be at Green Road. Uh, Sorry, greenroadsworld.com, and uh, we'll be providing information in reference to our medical center and our surveys and what steps need to be taken um, to provide yourself a red card in the near future. So um, call us at 844-OPA-DOCS, and uh, we'll be able to handle, uh, you know, your red card in the near future. And I look forward to talking to you guys again. Oh, yeah, really quick, what what about that red card? Why why red? Why not green? What, what's that all about? It's ra- it's a racist thing, man. <laughs> I, I have the slightest idea why they call it red. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't call it green myself. Uh, I don't understand that it's a red card. I mean, I felt like I'm in a communist country when they start calling it a red card. Yeah, man, that's exactly what I thought. But uh, you know, we'll leave that for another night. Oi, Arby, yeah, thank we'll you so pull, much. We'll man. pull legislation for that. Uh, thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate your time. Uh, I look forward to being on the show with you guys again. You got it, Arby. Thanks for coming out, my man. Take care. And uh, we're going to be. Bless, guys. Yes, sir. Likewise. And we're going to be right back after this quick break to close out the show. Frontier Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive preventive and personalized frontier spine and healthcare area code 786-353-HEAL or www.353heal.com well 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 ladies and gentlemen it's been uh, a heck of a ride today on the show um been a heck of a ride over these past few months, this past year, what, with all the campaigning and everything you, that's been going on. What time did you fall asleep last night watching the election? Um, I think I, I probably ended up getting to bed around 3 in the morning, just, uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, just watching everything and unfolding. And I remember I was at dinner, and I was like, wow, I can't believe, like, all the... All the polls are, like, tipping towards Trump. It's tipping to, And then little by little, oh, this state has been called 
slight edge to the Republican Party in this day, and just little by little it happens. So, um, you know, I think, like I said, it's time for us to breathe, to pray, to uh, come together and um, try to make the best out of everything. You know, people are really worried, and I'm seeing people saying things that their kids are scared and whatnot. I mean, if your kids are scared, that's because of the media that Hillary Clinton and the Democratic Party put out there and everything to try to do and cause those exact feelings. So tell your kids, we're going to be all right. Nothing is going to change that fast. Nothing ever changes that much in four years. Um, and, and if it's good, it's going to stay. If it's not, it's, it's going to be gone. The next time a new president comes around and it goes in cycles and, you know, we are America and we need to stand together. We need to be behind our president. Um, and I would have been saying the same exact thing if it was Hillary Clinton, you know, because united we stand, divided we fall. That's the way that it always works. So, anyways, we want to thank our guests for coming on the show um, and telling us, uh, you know, what they think in reference to the election, to the future, to, you know, some feelings and, and some of the commentary that's been made by the media now. And I just, that's another funny thing to me is I was literally watching, I went back and forth. I was watching NBC, uh, ABC, MSNBC, Fox News, and it's like, and so I, I, I thought I, I thought news was supposed to be unbiased. No, 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 no. That's it's completely the opposite. Um, as wow, a matter of fact, man, it was incredible, dude. Incredible. There, I don't know if you know, but there's some people in the media that actually are part were part of Hillary's campaign, um, which to me is just kind of crazy. I mean, people literally can't in, involved in the campaign to get her elected in the media, on TV, that people generally watch. So, you know, to me, that's kind of a scary thing, again, that the media is part of the institutions, and people have had enough of it, you know, I think. And that's really what this election shows to me. Um, it doesn't prove that hate and all these things are, are still around. It proves that people are tired of the institutions. And, and, you know, the Democratic side does represent equality for all and so on and so forth. But the Republican side doesn't necessarily mean that, that it doesn't. You know, I don't think that anybody's going to lose their rights or anything like that's going to happen. I think it's time, uh, you know, for us to take everything good that's happened recently and to streamline it and to continue moving and focus on growth. That was never anything that was focused on by the Obama administration. Yes, unemployment is lower than ever, but how many of those people that are employed have part-time jobs with no benefits now? Because it's so expensive to give your employees benefits at this point. You know, most of the companies in the United States are small business, not these entirely huge, large corporations. So um, it, it's extremely important for those people to be able to have, you know, the, the ability to, to take care of their employees. There's people that depend on me, you know, uh, to be able to put food on their table and so on and so forth. And I think that this is going to be great because there's so many other people in that situation and they're going to get a break now to be able to, to help their people as well too. So um, again, let's just come together and, and make it happen. Uh, Manny, your final thoughts before we uh, before we close out the show. Yeah, listen, man, just to um, go back to what we were talking about earlier. He's our president-elect. He's our future commander-in-chief. We we have to stand behind him, whether you liked him or not, whether you voted for him or not or not. He's our new commander-in-chief. We we got to root for the guy because if he does bad, the country does bad. People understand that logic. I, I just don't understand the hate. The the hate. Okay, you know he won. Get over it. Let's let's move forward. If you don't like some of his policies, get involved. Don't uh, don't be a, a couch potato and just you know complain about it all all day and all night and just do nothing about it but complain. What what are you doing? 
Let's get behind our president, whether it was Hillary or, or Trump. I was still going to get behind whoever we, we voted, even if it was Rocky Bullwinkle or Rocky, whoever the, the third party candidate was. But um, we have to move forward as a country and and respect our leaders, man. And, and that's what the people chose. I think the people... Now have a you know a new leader. So let's uh, let's stand behind the guy and let's let's move forward as a country together and uh, make this the greatest country, which it is already. We regardless regardless of which candidate won, we're, we're the best country in the world. There ain't nobody stopping us, Doctor Ray. That's because we get to pick our candidates. So uh, you know, with, exactly. with that, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll close out the show, and we'll we'll thank everybody for listening. And uh, stay tuned. Follow us online, social media, ISPSO at Dr. Ray T at Manuel Ferrero. Um, check hey, us thank out. Thank you, thank you, Arby Barroso and Junior Santana for being on the show tonight. Very, very good yeah. stuff from both of them. Man. Big thank you to you guys. Great input. Um, awesome to hear from you. Hopefully, we'll have you back on. Um, again, Arby talking more about uh, the changes in the law and what's coming. Uh, thanks for giving us that rundown tonight. And uh, it's something that we weren't able to mention, but I, I want to get it out there right before we close out. Go Cubs, go. World Series champions, the GOAT, is now passed on to the Cleveland uh, Indians. And what better team, what better city to, to pass the GOAT to? Um, I love it. I, I'm personally uh, just thrilled by that whole situation. Everybody's winning. All we're doing is winning. I'm loving it, man. So thank you again, guys, for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure with you here on the Hot Corner. We'll see you next week, same time, same bat channel. And, uh, you know, we're only going to bring you the best in what's happening to keep you informed and entertained. Everybody have a great night. This is your host, Dr. Ray T., the softball playing chiropractor, signing off. Peace. You've just heard the The Hot Hot Corner Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with a softball-playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and commissioner of international slow-pitch softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at D-R-R-A-Y-T. We hope you enjoyed the show and invite you to listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. Ferrero III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSRadio.com.